the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. Hello, everyone. It is a beautiful Friday, November 4th. 2022 here in Steubenville, Ohio, and we have an interesting show today because we don't really have a lot of action necessarily to talk about, but there is some uh, things that are being moved around. We've had some people being switched into different places. They were on one team and now they're on another team, and that's what happens with the trade deadline. Trade deadline ended on Tuesday, and we saw a lot of people getting moved right then. So uh, let's just, we're going to go ahead and start talking about that. So let's see what big names were moved to other teams, starting with, um, well, we'll go with the, the Bills-Colts trade first. So they moved running backs. Um, Colts sent Naeem Hines over to the Bills, and in exchange, the Bills sent them some other stuff, but also running back Zach Moss, who's a 2020 rookie. And Zach Moss wasn't getting a lot of playing time over in Buffalo to begin with. They had James Cook, who they drafted this year, and Devin Singletary, who they've been running with for a while. So... Naeem Hines is likely to just be kind of the same that he was in Indianapolis, which kind of just a safety uh, outlet, safety valve, where he just is kind of out there to get the ball thrown to him if no one else is open, if absolutely no one else is open. So don't expect anything huge from Naeem Hines or Zach Moss on that trade, but those are two bigger names that got moved. Another big one is Bradley Chubb, who was with the Denver Broncos. And he is now being moved to an already stacked Dolphins defense. And that could be because Melvin Ingram has been playing pretty well uh, with, with the Dolphins. Pretty good player. But there have been some penalty issues. Melvin Ingram is a phenomenal pass rusher. Don't get me wrong. He's been a great player. But... There have been a couple Dolphins games. There was one Dolphins game I was watching. I forget who they were playing, but I think he lined up. He lined up offsides like three times in a row, and so that's obviously an issue. So maybe bringing in Bradley Chubb, they can move Melvin Ingram back into a linebacker position, put Bradley Chubb closer to that line, and help develop that pass rush in a new, different way. Bradley Chubb is a phenomenal pass rusher. That's not going to be an issue at all he was one of the guys who we were uh calling the afc west sack city 
four because they had all these phenomenal pass rushers and they just have not lived up to that hype at all. Um, another big name who was moved was TJ Hawkinson, one of the stars of the Detroit Lions. He was a bright light in a relatively dim uh, era of Detroit football. He has been in the league since I, I want to say 2019. I'm pretty sure it's 2019 and just has been phenomenal. He's regularly included in the top 10 tight end conversation. Um, he has potential to be up there with guys like Kittle and Travis Kelsey, those guys. And he just uh, hasn't had a good quarterback, hasn't been on a great team. But now he's going to the Minnesota Vikings, and I believe they've only lost one game. So they're probably playoff bound. Um, probably going to win the NFC North, which is the Lions division as well as the Minnesota Vikings division. And that was really the only weakness offensively that the Vikings had. I mean, Irv Smith was doing well enough, but you've got Justin Jefferson at wide receiver. He's a phenomenal wide receiver one. You've got Dalvin Cook at running back, another phenomenal player. Kirk Cousins is... I mean, he's not Tom Brady, but he—you can work with him. He's a good—he's a good player. I like Kirk. I think Kirk gets a lot of unnecessary hatred towards him, and I think that he is capable of things that a lot of people don't think he's capable of. So, I'm gonna put Kirk Cousins in the good category for now. And now they've got T.J. Hawkinson, and I just expect this Vikings offense to just light things up. They're gonna have fun. They're going to start having fun, playing good football, and they're going to probably end up winning the NFC North, much to the, the dismay of Packers fans who have been used to winning the North for the last uh, few years. They've been pretty dominant. And uh, finally, the other big name that was being looked around that I wanted to talk about was Chase Claypool, who played for the Steelers, another 2020 rookie. Um, also known as Maple Tron, kind of stole that nickname from Calvin Johnson, who is in the Hall of Fame. He was known as Megatron. Well, Chase Claypool is from Canada. He's Notre Dame uh, wide receiver, and he wanted to be known as Maple Tron. So he played for the Steelers, had a phenomenal rookie year, and then after that, he kind of started to go into a decline a little bit. And that could be for a variety of reasons it could be just that he's not wide receiver one material which you know that's fine that doesn't make him a bad player but it's also very hard to be the wide receiver one when you're the only wide receiver quote-unquote worth guarding on the team uh Steelers just don't have a great offense put together right now and so that makes it hard for Chase Claypool. Not that the Bears have a much better offense, but they have a few more weapons. They have Darnell Mooney, who he um, can be a threat if he needs to be. And Justin Fields is a mobile threat. We'll have to see how Chase Claypool gets used with the Chicago Bears. But I think that's an interesting trade. I think Packers fans were really hoping that Chase Claypool or Calvin Ridley or one of these other guys who was traded would come their way because they do not have wide receivers. And that is the primary issue that the Packers have with their team right now is Aaron, they have Aaron Rodgers, 
Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Let's say we can even say that he's like old and he's having issues with that. But hey, he's a Hall of Fame quarterback, and he he's not the issue likely. The offensive line for the Packers is struggling due to injury. But even before that, like, Alan Lazard is not going to carry your whole team. Christian Watson has is a rookie. He's been injured. Romeo Dobbs hasn't really been what he was supposed to be as a rookie. Um, I'm not seeing these flashes of rookie stardom that the Packers wide receivers supposedly are supposed to have. And I talk to Packers fans, and they're like, yeah, yeah, he had that one catch that was really good. But I'm not seeing where uh, I'm supposed to be loving these guys. I don't see where I'm supposed to be excited about watching some of these rookie guys play. Uh, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Drake London even. Yeah, I, I can see that. But the, I just Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs just haven't done it for me yet. I don't know if I'm missing something, what, what I'm supposed to be looking for maybe. But... I don't think the Packers have a team put together right now. I don't even see them coming anywhere close to making a run at the playoffs this season. Maybe next season if they draft really, really well or have a phenomenal free agency. But now Packers fans are even getting a little little ridiculous. I'm starting to see uh, some posts from Packers fans on Twitter. They're saying, hey, uh, let's call on over to Cincinnati. They got T. Higgins. They will give him a first rounder for T. Higgins. No, we're not. No, you're going to have to give us more than a first rounder for T. Higgins because we know what T. Higgins is. We know T. Higgins is a phenomenal wide receiver. We love T. Higgins. I'm pretty sure if they traded T. Higgins for just a first rounder to the Green Bay Packers, I think there would be a riot in Cincinnati outside of Paycor Stadium because. Cincinnati loves T. Higgins. They love Jamar Chase. They love their players. And the fans, me being one of them, fully expect the GM and ownership to do everything that they can to keep that core group of guys together. The Joe Burrow, got to keep Joe Burrow. Jamar Chase, got to keep Jamar Chase. T. Higgins, got to keep him. Probably, honestly, Tyler Boyd. He should be cheaper, though, because he is a bit older. He's a 2016 rookie. And Logan Wilson, who's a 2020 third-round uh, rookie. So those guys, Von Bell, a few others, those are the guys you need to keep. Sam Hubbard, Trey Hendrickson, keep those guys. We're not trading any one of those guys for just a first-rounder. It's not going to happen. Sorry, Packers fans. If that did happen, there would be a riot in Cincinnati against the Brown family. And I think they know that. I hope they know that. Because if they don't know that, they're going to find that out the hard way. And uh, that's that's not a threat. It's just a warning. I'm not going to be the one rioting. But there are crazy football fans out there that will riot on any fan base. I mean, look at what happened in Philadelphia when they won the Super Bowl. They burned the city down. And that was after they won. So... Let's uh let's maybe not throw out these crazy rumors while the trade deadline is out there. It's past now, but it's not that wasn't going to happen to begin with. Sorry. Sorry guys.
Anyway, talking about crazy rumors, though, um, there's a guy named Thomas Brady who has been kind of iffy this year, and we've been talking a lot about why that could be, talking about uh, divorce, just not playing well, all the things that get into your head as a player, as a person, that could be affecting how he's playing. And so I was on Twitter again, and I was reading some rumors, what people were talking about, what people were saying. And according to NBC Sports, Tom Brady says he would be willing to maybe go play for the San Francisco 49ers. Now, Tom, here's some context for those of you who don't know. Tom Brady grew up in California. He grew up watching Joe Montana, Steve Young. Grew up watching these Hall of Fame quarterbacks play phenomenally. A lot of these people are who he looked up to. Um, he had to pass Joe Montana in the Super Bowl rings. That was one of his goals for his career. He did that. And now he's saying, allegedly, according to this rumor that NBC Sports is talking about, that he wants to come and play for the team that he grew up watching. And I think San Francisco 49ers fans would be excited about that normally. But the thing is, we're not watching Tom Brady play anymore. We're not watching this guy who we've watched the last 20-some years play. We're watching a shell of what that man was. And I'm not saying he's incapable of winning anymore, but mentally, he's not in the game. Mentally, he's in other places, which is good because those other places where he's stuck right now are where he need or are where he needs to be mentally. He needs to be focusing on his kids. He needs to be focusing on his family, um, wh whatever that means right now. That comes after football. Or, excuse me, family comes before football, is what I'm trying to say. And so now if he's saying he wants to go play for San Francisco, I don't know where his family's living now. Obviously him and Giselle are getting a divorce, but I don't know where his kids are going to end up living. I don't know where his parents are living. Where like his aunts and uncles, if he's close with any of them, if they're still back in California, that would make sense. Like, hey, maybe this is an opportunity for me to try and mend both of these things together. And San Francisco, it's kind of looking like a super team. They're looking at like what the Bucks were a few years ago. They're looking like uh, they could make a run here, even with Jimmy Garoppolo quarterback. But I'd almost rather see Jimmy Garoppolo make a run for it. Because I want him to kind of... I'm chasing the Jimmy Garoppolo redemption story. Jimmy Garoppolo has gotten so much hatred and so much flack for throwing conservative checkdown passes instead of throwing deep and throwing turnovers that I, I want him... I want to see him do something successful. I want to see him... Go to the Super Bowl and maybe win. 
He's already been there once. He lost to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Okay. Now go and play. So maybe, I don't know who you're against. You'd have to get past the Eagles first because you're in the NFC. Um, but I want to see Jimmy Garoppolo playoff again with Christian McCaffrey. And we got Debo Samuel, George Kittle. If George Kittle stays healthy, if this defense can get healthy again, the 49ers are a Super Bowl team. And I want to see Jimmy G take them there. I don't want it to come down to, oh, well, Jimmy G got us this far, but you know what, Tom Brady, you come in and, uh, yeah, you just, you're the GOAT, so we're going to replace you. Yeah, let, let's see what Jimmy G can do first. That's what I want. Um, I don't even know. There's probably some weird way and situation that Tom Brady could switch teams still, even though the trade deadline has passed. If like Tom Brady retired or something and then got cut from the Buccaneers for some reason. And then the was a free free agent, quote unquote, if he convinced the Buccaneers to cut his contract and just buy it out. But yeah, I I don't want that to even happen. I don't even want to look at a situation where that happens. I want Tom Brady to retire, figure out his family. I love watching football. I love watching Tom Brady. Well, okay, I I love watching Tom Brady when he's not playing against the team that I'm rooting for, I should say. And I I think we have to admit that the that era of football is coming to a close. The, the Tom Brady era has had its two-decade-long run that we've all, everyone my age has grown up with him, has seen him play, and it's going to be really weird to acknowledge football without Tom Brady. But that is what's coming. I think he should retire. I don't think he should go play for the 49ers. He just needs to be done and let the new guard come in. Speaking of the new guard, there's a there's a guy in uh, Indianapolis named Sam Ellinger who he got his first start against the Washington Commanders on Sunday. I did get to watch that game. It was an interesting game. Taylor Heineke versus Sam Ellinger. Carson Wentz did not play in it. And he looked pretty good, all things considered. Um, considering he's a uh, – he was a backup to Matt Ryan. He was – Kind of thrown into the situation, suddenly it appeared. And uh, the Colts quarterback carousel has been kind of wild. It's been kind of crazy. We didn't really know what to expect with this guy. And Sam, Sammy, he came out fighting. And I thought that, that was really cool. I really enjoyed watching him play. He made some mistakes. Uh, but you know what? He seemed like he was in it. He wanted to win the game. He was ready to play against the Commanders. And really, the Colts had a chance all the way to the end. The, there was never a point in that game where it was like, okay, yep, the command we just got beat by the commanders. They don't even their owners selling the team, their owners under invest their current owners under investigation, and he's selling the team. And now we're losing to that team. No, there was never a point where it was like, okay, this is for certain. I think he had like one fumble, uh, not terrible. And 
that he near the end of the game he threw the ball i think it was i think they were both to michael pittman jr michael pittman jr just couldn't hold on to them there were decent passes one was like right in the numbers and i was like man he's gonna he's gonna lead a comeback here and he just couldn't it wasn't even on him though like i want to say he couldn't get it done but it wasn't him it was the fact that his receivers weren't holding on to the ball uh i expect sam ellinger to play a lot better against the patriots who have also had struggles they're not a phenomenal defense by any means however they do have matt judon who is a pass rushing machine, who is an issue. Uh, That O-line is going to be under some uh, pressure to protect Sammy. But I really want to see get a bigger sample size here on Sam Ellinger, see how good he actually is. I'm excited to watch that Patriots-Colts game and see can Sam Ellinger and Michael Pittman Jr. kind of get their chemistry going. Can we maybe get some run game going, even with Naeem Hines now gone? Maybe Zach Moss steps up a little bit. So that's a game I'm definitely going to be watching on Sunday. Then we also have uh, the divisional matchup between the Packers and the Lions. And for that game, I normally it'd be like, wow, this game sucks. I'm kind of excited for this game because I want to see if the Lions can beat the Packers because Packers fans are annoying me. Not all of them, but some of them. The ones I'm talking to, like, on campus or, like, in person or on Instagram or whatever, they're just like, they're just like, no, we're, we're the best. We're going to the playoffs. I really want the Lions to win this game, and I think there's a possibility that they could, even with TJ Hawkinson done. They have Amon Ross St. Brown back, DeAndre Swift. I'm pretty sure both of those guys are healthy. Maybe they're not, but even then, Packers struggle to put up points at times. And if the Lions can simply put up more points than the Packers, even if it's 10 to 3, hey, you'll won. Even if it's 7 to 3, the Lions won. Anyway, moving on. Chargers, Falcons. I hate that. the Chargers are so annoying. They should be way better than what they actually are, but now they're injured and Austin Eckler might be out, which is just ruining my fantasy season. And the Falcons, I really want to see Desmond Ritter play, the rookie, but we're probably not going to see Desmond Ritter play. Uh, Bills, Jets. Josh Allen was telling Zach Wilson to like keep it up. Hey, I struggled early on in my career too. Um, don't worry. I'm not going to give you too much advice ahead of us playing each other. But you keep it up, Zach. Just, like, fix things mentally, and we'll all be okay. It's all going to be okay, Zach. So I want to see how this Jets, who've kind of been on fire a little bit, they've struggled at times, but they've been definitely improved. I want to see how they do against this number one Bills defense. I expect the Bills to still win that game, though. Vikings, Commanders, Vikings going to win that. They got Hawk now. Panthers, Bengals, I have... No, I really hope the Bengals win that. Please. I could see us losing it, though. Raiders-Jaguars. Raiders just got shut out. I assume they're going to come back angry and want to beat the Jaguars. So, Devontae Adams had some drops. Derek Carr has been struggling. Derek Carr has really made me look bad. I really thought Derek Carr was going to improve this season. We were going to see a side of him we hadn't seen before. That's not what happened. One one more week. 
one more week, I'll go with the Raiders. Uh, Dolphins, Bears. Bears just traded away two of their top defensive players. Dolphins' offense is on fire. I'm going to go Dolphins. Um, and the Dolphins just added Bradley Chubb. And the Bears' O-line has been struggling. Seahawks, Cardinals. I'm going to take Seahawks. Seahawks have been hot. They've been the underdog. I do have favoritism towards the underdog. So we're going to go there. Rams, Buccaneers. This game... I'm surprised this game wasn't one of those games that was in prime time and just was bad. But, um, because it's, it's probably not going to be too fun of a game to watch because both, both of these teams were supposed to be Super Bowl contenders. And now both of them are lose, not even leading their division this far into the season, which is nuts to think about. If you would have told me that at the beginning of the year, I would not have believed you, but here we are. Rams, Buccaneers. Uh, let's go Rams. Rams it is. And uh, we'll see if we see Tom Brady again. He's been missing for a while. Titans, Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's been injured. Malik Willis hasn't been. I was right about Malik Willis. Was not impressed by him. And he hasn't impressed me yet. So uh, we're going to stick with that. We're going to go Chiefs over the Titans on Sunday Night Football. Monday Night Football is Ravens and Andy Dalton versus the Saints. Or Andy Dalton and the Saints versus the Ravens. Excuse me. Matchup that has happened many times before with when Andy Dalton was on the Bengals. I'm going to ride with Andy this week. Um, I think Alvin Kamara and Andy will have a fun game. Maybe... Uh, well, Lamar's just been off his game. Lamar has not looked like the same guy, and I don't have reason to think that he would show up again this week. But uh, Chris Olave's been looking good. He's in it for Offensive Rookie of the Year. So that's what I'm going to roll with. I'm going to take Saints on Monday Night Football. But that's my Friday takes going into this weekend and Monday. But uh, that's really all we've got going on today. So I'm just going to go ahead and hit this little button to cue the ending. If you enjoyed today's show, if you learned anything from today's show, I would appreciate it if you gave me a follow on Instagram, nobutts underscore show, or on uh, Twitter, josh underscore butts underscore 2001. Yes, I made it in middle school. Please do not judge me. Also, on uh, email, if you have any questions, want to learn anything, want me to talk about anything, just uh, shoot us an email at bullmoosepodcast, then the number two at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for listening to the show. Please share it, like, follow, subscribe, do all the things, and I'll see you for our next episode. Until then, everyone be nice to one another and go do something nice for someone.